G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson. Welcome to today's 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. Remember, you can hear 2020 on Vision weekdays from 10am Australian Eastern Time. You might have heard that in recent times, UCB, which stands for United Christian Broadcasters here in Australia, had an opportunity to adopt a Christian radio ministry in Papua New Guinea. The station on the north coast of PNG is in WeWAC and it's called Life FM. It's functioning but faces some challenges. And now with a sister station arrangement with UCB in Australia, the Vision Radio Network, there's opportunity for the Papua New Guinea outfit to glean from some of the resources of the Australian operation. The station manager from PNG, Vetus Parry, was just recently visiting us here in Australia, exploring options for taking some of the next steps forward. What a pleasure it was to have the opportunity to talk with Vetus, who usually speaks Tok Pizin. That's the language they broadcast in, in PNG. He's on his first journey to Australia. Thank you. Vetus, when we have been talking about you, and uh, yes, we do, we talk about you from time to time, and normally with Phil Dunk, who's the chairman of the uh, UCB PNG board, and, uh, and Phil's come back with some, some stories, and he tells me that you live in a grass hut. Tell me about your house. Okay, my house is uh, built in a bus material, and we have that. It's separate from the studio house, so our toilet and bathroom, it's all, all built in that small building. So grass hut is a bit three, four, I would say, say 10 meters away from the building. So, okay. How big is your grass hut? Uh, it's just three meters long and two meters. And are you single or are you married? I'm married and I have one son. He's just 11 months old this, uh, last uh, Monday. It is amazing because uh, you're a married man. Uh, you have an 11-month-old baby. Uh, you're living in a grass hut, and you are the manager of uh, UCB in Papua New Guinea, uh, where our radio station transmitter is in Wewak. And uh, I know there's some moves to uh, try and improve your housing position, and I know that the, there may even be some listeners listening in saying, uh, maybe we can help out somehow, because, uh, because UCB Australia is uh, something of a conduit uh, for helping out financially with some of the That's things right. that are going on in Papua New Guinea. But look, it is such a privilege uh, to be able to talk to you today and to share the story of what's happening in Papua New Guinea because the needs are dramatic. Uh, There are particular needs, as I understand it, uh, with the young people in PNG. Uh, Where is your heart in all of that, Vetus? Okay, um, in WeWork, um, we established radio in the province. That was almost 10 years ago. And the radio was there. The first uh, staffs who were working with the radio, they all left. 
and I just came in 2006 and joined the radio. While I was with the radio, the last person left was the guy from Highlands. He left, and I was the person who took charge over the station in 2009. So while I was in there, I've seen the needs of the people in the province. You know, most of the people living in the province, they are out in the remote parts of the province. So all they did was to come to town through Kenu down to the main road, get on the PMV and down to work town to get their services. But then I see the mobile networks also it's not good enough to get them out in their remote parts of the province. So what we did was we trying to put a signal of the radio out into the remote part where we can at least communicate to them about what happened around in our town and even from the country we normally announce on the radio to inform the people of the province. Now, how far does the radio signal extend at the present time? Now, the transmitters there in Wewak, we're talking about the north side of Papua New Guinea. Uh, what sort of coverage is there at the moment? Okay, uh, right now we are transmitting in a 500 watts transmitter and we cover entire province of Sipik and even we get the, the villages just alongside the border of the province. We shared with Medang, Wabek, and West Sipik. So we get their uh, remote uh, villages just along the border side of the city. And I guess uh, not like Australia where we often have so many different radio stations to listen into. Uh, in your part of the world, there's not a big choice. Uh, and there are a lot of listeners to uh, what is Life FM in WeWAC. Okay. Um, in the province... We have three radio stations. One is NBC, National Broadcasting Commission, plus there's another one owned by the big uh, business company in Papua New Guinea that was Pabindo on that station. And Live FM, we also the third uh, radio station. So our signal covers a whole province of Isibik. There is two, prof- uh, two stations, like NBC and um, Pabindo Central Farm, that covers only this particular area where they locate. Now, NBC covers only the main main road and, yeah, where the main road and just on the mountainside of it, just along um, the main highway. So there are a lot of people uh, in your listening area who have really no other radio to listen to and they're listening into Life FM. They just listen Life FM. Because that's the only station they can listen to where they are right now. Now, when I say this, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but uh, but it's tough keeping staff because we're functioning with primarily volunteer on-air staff. Uh, there's not uh, some of the technology today that uh, we have access to in Australia is very much uh, uh, capable of some levels of automation, which means that you don't have to have people there 24 hours a day, but but you're still functioning with some fairly uh, low technological equipment. And as I say, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but yeah. but there's room for upgrade, isn't there? Yes, uh, we need more equipment and even to upgrade our uh, studio. Like right now in the building, we have broken walls around and most of the sound outside always penetrate in. And you know, when the sounds go out, it doesn't sound very well. So we need to, uh, to rebuild our studio room to 
bring a good sound out to the people. One thing we know with our experience here at UCB in Australia is that good things start small. And uh, right. and we know that God has his hand upon what's happening with yes. your Christian radio ministry there in Papua New Guinea. And uh, and there are big things that are just around the corner. And the, there right. are some there are some good signs that things are starting to break. There are some grants and there's support coming from different areas. That's right. Um, right in our province. Uh, most of the supporters that we have right now are our listeners from the remote part of the province because they love the radio because most of our music is directly for for our young people. So one thing about our station is we focus on the young people, so we bring the music that is relevant to today's generation so that that can change the lives of the young people. The Most of the crime and the drugs are the young people. That's why we focus on the a music that can really change the lives of the young people. Our guest is Vitas Parry. He's the station manager at Life FM in Wewak. That's the station that we've adopted from uh, the UCB outfit here in Australia. And uh, for every listener around Australia, uh, you have a contribution uh, that you are already making. Uh, for those who've made donations to UCB here in Australia, of course, uh, we've been able to adopt the outfit there in Wewak in Papua New Guinea. Now, Vitas, stay with us because I'd like to come back and talk some more because uh, there's a crime problem uh, in the area where you are. There are gangs. Uh, there are things that are not always comfortable. But I also want to hear your story because you were on the way to be a part of a robbery uh, when you were when you were brought along to an evangelistic crusade and uh, you were wonderfully saved. We're going to hear your story shortly. Stay with us here on 2020. You're listening to the 2020 podcast on the Vision Radio Network. Back talking with one of our special guests who is the station manager of our UCB sister station in Papua New Guinea. We've discovered that Vitas Parry lives in a three metres by two metres grass hut with his wife and 11-month-old baby in the village of Wewak on the north coast of Papua New Guinea. Vitas, let's pick up on your own journey to becoming the station manager of Life FM in Wewak. In our last segment, we heard you were on your way to a robbery as part of a criminal gang. Tell us how you came to place your faith in Jesus. All right. Thank you. I came to know the Lord while I was on my way to rob a shop. That was not in the province where I'm living right now. That was in our second city. That was Lay. Morobay province. But before that, I spent 15 years doing these criminal activities in Lay. In 1990, I was on my way to do those criminal activities. And I was planning, because I was the planner in that team, I have almost 12 members, and I was the smallest but good in size to get into anywhere. But then, now on my way to to criminal activities, I met Jesus. You were taken along to an evangelistic crusade. Uh, A preacher was there and uh, proclaiming a message of this liberating gospel that we talk about, uh, Jesus' offer of salvation. I went to do my business that uh, afternoon. That was Tuesday afternoon. I can still remember that was September 19. 1992, uh, evangelist from New Zealand, that was uh, Barry Smith, 
that uh, afternoon, he passed through Lay, but then the minister's personnel in Lay, they organized the crusade, so he's the guest on that night. Just two days in Papua New Guinea, first night, Monday night in Mount Hagen, and just a night in Lay. That, that night, I was planning to rob a shop just alongside of the stadium, and I got my 12 boys, we went, and six left, only five of us were sitting in front of the gate and planning, but my sister, my cousin sister was in the stadium, and she knew me that I was one of the planners in the team, so she was looking for me. She got three kids with her, because I was uh, responsible to take them to the stadium, so what she did was she came out to make sure that I must be there to get them back to the house. So, And she saw me planning things with my friends outside the gate. She just took me by the hand and got me into the stadium. So at that time, uh, this evangelist uh, preached and he, he was saying something that I don't know. I was planning something, but he said, um, there are guys in the stadium right now and some of them are outside they are planning something to do tonight but those guys you are planning something evil if you don't succeed police will kill one of you so i was the one supposed to be killed but i escaped that night and one of my friend was killed that night that is amazing uh, you were brought into the evangelistic crusade uh, by your sister Yep. The evangelist said, uh, there are people here in the crowd That's right. Uh, who are planning to do criminal activity later, and uh, the word to you is that one of your group will die That's right. uh, at the hands of police. That's right. And you were kept from going to the robbery, and yeah. one of your friends was, was killed yeah. by police that night. That's right. That is amazing. You must reflect back on that and just know that the hand of God is upon your life. That's right. Vetus, from there, you did your discipleship training with the YWAM organization, and uh, they took you through a process, and you began to mature and develop in your faith and understanding yeah. of the things of God. And you must have, at that time, uh, really begun to have a passion to be involved in Christian ministry. That's right. That's the time I went the village and I stayed only six months in the village and then I went back to Popondista. Ten years time I was in Popondista, that's the time I decided to go and did my discipleship training school with Youth with a Mission. Now since you've taken over as the manager at uh, the UCB station there in Wewak in Papua New Guinea, uh, it hasn't been without challenges. Uh, the power doesn't stay on the way that we usually anticipate it does in Australia. Uh, there are challenges with power dropouts. Yes, we got power blackouts many times, almost four or five times a day, and it can stay for almost a day or even three to four hours without power. Man, we just like <laughs> looking for ways to get up there. Now, we've been obviously here in Australia looking at options for uh, generators and uh, solar power, those sorts of things. And I know that there could be some good things on the way. And I think uh, sometimes it's finance that holds up uh, the opportunity to yes. actually bring that foundation into place that can, right. that can make it all happen. And, and I know that there are big goals and ideas and dreams for the future. Where do you see the future of uh, the UCB outfit at Life FM in WeWAC? Okay, 
right now we are planning to take the signal out to other parts of the country. But before that, we have to set up a proper base in the province, and we sh- we should have a solid team. Right now, I lack uh, manpower. Like volunteer staff, they came for some weeks and left. Some came for months and left. So I was left with only six people. But these six people, they are volunteers, and they, I can't control them. And even I can't give them orders to do something. Because when I say something, they go out and do their own thing. And they come into the studio in their own time. There's something there in the PNG culture, isn't there, that uh, makes it extra difficult. Uh, just getting, a, as you say, a little bit of discipline with your exactly. volunteer staff. Right. And, uh, and so there is a big process ahead. Uh, and when we talk about uh, you as the manager living in a grass hut, uh, we know that the station itself is in a small room That's and right. uh, it is air-conditioned. But yep. you mentioned to me earlier that there is some damage there because there are criminal gangs that are running around and doing yep. damage to buildings. And so uh, one of the other things, and of course uh, the power blackouts, yes. uh, the lack of a generator, but you have passion on your side uh, that says... Uh, we're going to succeed. We're going to build. That's and right. I know that there'll be people who will remember you in their prayers, uh, particularly listening into this conversation. I think uh, it's an eye-opener for us here in Australia to recognise that how do you get Christian radio to some nations of the world? And uh, PNG is not particularly an easy opportunity, uh, but you are doing a fabulous job. And I know that God's going to have his hand on you as the coming days Ahead will show uh, tremendous testimonies. Vitas Parry is our guest. He's the station manager at Life FM in Weewak. It's the station that UCB here in Australia has adopted. And uh, your opportunity to link with what's happening at Life FM, there is a website. It's www.lifefm. Now that's spelled L A I F. FM.org, and you can also become a friend on Facebook and watch the progress of what God is doing in this circumstance in WeWAC in Papua New Guinea. Vitas Parry, it's just a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for talking to us today on 2020. Thank you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.